Tell you what, the cars are stretched, they say 25 miles. Now, will the press report it today? The New York Times showed a picture of the seats being put down, and nobody was here because I think the picture was taken yesterday. The cars, they just said they've never seen anything like it. It's a great honor to be with you, and I love Arizona. We had a tremendous victory in Arizona that was taken away. I just want to wish everybody a happy new year, and we're going to have, I think, a great year. Last year, we had a rigged election, and the proof is all over the place. We have a lot of proof, and they know it's proof. They always talk about the big lie. They're the big lie. But the fake news and the lamestream media refused, and they refused. They refused. They refuse to talk about it. They continue to refuse to talk about it. They say, while it is unsubstantiated and the big lie, uh, the big lie, the big lie is a lot of bullshit. That's what it is. Because they're in the pocket of the radical left Democrats, the same people who are destroying our country, and they're destroying our country. And you have no doubt about it. We've had more problems. We've had more destruction, I think, than five presidents put together in the last year. On top of it all, people are being persecuted for using freedom of speech. You talk about the corrupt election, but more and more information is coming out, and it's coming out far worse than anyone ever thought it could be. And it would be a lot easier for me to go out and enjoy my life and say, you know what? We did great. You know, I ran twice, and we won twice, and we did better the second time. We did much better the second time. You know that? 12 million more votes. I always say we ran it twice, but we did a hell of a lot better the second time. This crowd is a massive symbol of what took place, because the people are hungry for the truth. They want their country back. They want their country back. 
between the open borders and the bad elections. And we were always thought of a, a beautiful country that had fair elections. And now we're a laughing stock all over the world for many reasons, for many reasons. 2022, despite so far being a total catastrophe for our country, is going to be a big one for the people of this great state. I love this state. I love this state. Great state of Arizona. Remember, Joe Biden used to say a lot, uh, it's wonderful to be in, uh, let's see, where the hell are we? We're in Iowa. No, you're Idaho. No, it's Iowa, isn't it? No, we, we've never done that. We've never even come close. We don't want to do that. That's one of those deals. You do that, it's over. I don't care how well you speak. You do that, it's over. And they did it plenty. But we're going to fire the radical Democrat senator that do nothing on borders, Mark Kelly, and we're going to elect an incredible person. Carrie Lake, I'll tell you, she is incredible. She's been with us from the beginning on the election fraud and everything else, and she's going to be your next governor. And we're going to end Nancy Pelosi, crazy Nancy's crooked political career once and for all. Where is Carrie? Where is Carrie? Carrie, come up here, Carrie. Come up. Let's go. Come on up. Come on up. Proud of her. Get out and vote. Make sure it's not a rigged vote, please. Come, please. Say. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Is this the greatest president we've ever known? Arizona loves you. And I predict at the end of 2028, when you leave office, second term, the whole country is going to love you. They're going to figure it out. They're just afraid of him because he's bringing back the principles that this country was founded upon. And if our founding fathers were here today, they would be Trump Republicans. I can see it right now, Mr. President, George Washington crossing the Delaware with a Make America Great flag at the back of the boat. And Teddy Roosevelt would, ha Roosevelt would have his Make America Great cowboy hat. We love you. We're so thankful that you're here in Arizona. And when I'm elected, we will finish your big, beautiful wall. Thank you, Thank you Carrie. Great. So what a job she's done as a politician. For 22 years, she was your anchor. She was your highest-rated anchor, by the way, and people loved her. And she said she just couldn't stand watching it anymore. And thank you very much, Gary. Great job. So we all knew that Joe Biden would be not so good. But few could have imagined that he would be such a disaster for this country, what they've done. Inflation is the worst it's been in 40 years. Gas prices are up 50 percent. 
the grocery shelves, the department store shelves, they're empty. You had an excuse not to buy Christmas gifts. You say to your loved one, darling, I'm sorry, I love you very much, but I just can't. There's no merchandise in Tiffany. There's no, I wanted to buy the most beautiful ring, but they don't have any rings anymore. Nobody has anything. We never even heard the term supply chain. You know, if you talk, supply chain is not something that we even talked about, and that's what happened. And it's a very sad thing. The streets of the Democrat run cities are drenched in blood with record high murders and drug deals and human trafficking. There are four times more COVID cases. Remember, I'm going to get rid of COVID. I'm going to get I'm going to get rid of COVID. Four times more cases than ever before. Today, the hospital set a record, brand new record. Our beautiful, strong southern border from one year ago, it was all set, it was all finished, it was beautiful. We had the best numbers we've ever had at the southern border, and that includes drugs coming into our country. We cut it down to a number that nobody thought was possible. And now it's up seven times more than it was a year ago. Think of it, seven times more. Our border's been abolished and illegal aliens are pouring into our country by the millions and millions and millions, and we don't even know where the hell they're coming from. We know nothing about it, but you're going to pay a big price. Biden has utterly humiliated our nation on the world stage. Putin is not only threatening Ukraine. I don't know if you've been reading about this, but now he's threatening to go into Cuba and Venezuela. That's a lack of respect. And we never had that problem, did we? There was no problem with Putin in Ukraine. There was no problem with President Xi in Taiwan. China, Russia, and Iran are engaging in aggression and provocations they never would have dared do just one year ago. They would never have done any of this. They're toying with us. They're toying with us. That's exactly what's happening. And our woke military leaders, these are not people that are respected by Russia and China and North Korea, Kim Jong-un. He's starting to shoot missiles again, do you notice? He's starting to shoot the missiles. And look at all the press back there. And by the way, more importantly, forget them. Look at the people as far as the eye can see. Look at the people. As far as the eye, forget the cars. Look at the people way back, and I mean like football fields back. And you know what? I would ask the press to turn your cameras around and show the kind of crowd that we have, because nobody's ever had a movement like this. Nobody's ever had spirit like this or a crowd like this. But see, they don't turn the cameras. They don't want to turn the cameras. They don't want to turn the cameras, and frankly, they moved the cameras into a bad location for us. They should have been put way back. They have magnifying lenses. They have lenses that could have handled it. But take a look behind you, press. Take a look, because when they show, when they show the kind of numbers that are represented tonight, some of the government people said it's the single biggest crowd they've seen yet. And they're not just talking about Arizona. And Right Side has done a great job. Thank you, Right Side, wherever the hell you are. They've done a very good job. No, but when you think, I mean, it's so sad because I say 
do me a favor, do us all a favor, show people what's really happening, turn your cameras around, and you could look a hundred yards behind the cameras and it's a sea of people. In fact, the press is blocking the people out and that's a shame. What a waste. What a waste. Very dishonest people. Now we have... So now we have the inflation crisis. We had no inflation, very, very low. We have the Afghanistan crisis, the worst and most embarrassing moment in the history of the United States. The most embarrassing moment. We have the economy crisis. We have the, and this is really, the woke military leadership crisis. When, when President Xi of China looks and sees what happened in Afghanistan, they don't have fear of us anymore. They don't have respect for us anymore. And you know what? They've taken some of the brand new beautiful equipment that was given, like, when we surrendered over there. That was a surrender. And there's another one the press never talks about. Do you hear them ever talking about what happened? Not only the 13 soldiers, but the 28 great soldiers that were absolutely so badly wounded with legs and arms and 250 people and $85 billion worth of equipment. 85 billion. Does anybody know what that represents? I've rebuilt the entire military. $85 billion worth of equipment was handed over to the Taliban. And we had a deal with the Taliban. 18 months, we didn't lose one soldier. I spoke to Abdul. Abdul was the leader. I said, Abdul, you do anything with respect to our, you kill anybody. We didn't lose one soldier. Think of it. Not one soldier in 18 months. And then we have this fake election, this horrible, disgraceful election. And by the way, a person that comes here, and we're all together, a person that comes here and has crowds that go further than any eye can see. There's nobody that can see the end of this crowd. And has cars that stretch out for 25 miles. That's not somebody that lost an election. And now because of it, our country is being destroyed. Country is being destroyed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Uncle Sam. There's Uncle Sam, everybody. Uncle Sam, thank you. Now our country's being totally destroyed. There's been such destruction. It's not even believable. And you know, you see it every day, practically every day. It's all promises. It's all the things that they never had any intention of keeping. What they've done to energy, we we're energy independent. What they've done to energy is so bad. And that's causing a big part of the inflation. The mandates are a disaster for this country. It's causing another big part of when you look at what's happening with the economy, the mandates are just absolutely decimating our economy. And I did, you know, we did a good thing. We have almost 300 federal judges on the bench now during my administration and three Supreme Court justices. And they're very good people and they've been doing a good job and they have some very 
they did a good decision, a big decision on mandates, but I'll tell you what, they have some big decisions coming up, so we're lucky to have them on the bench. It's no wonder that the Joe Biden approval ratings have now crashed well into the 20s. That's a low one. And some people say they're actually much below that. How do you do that? The only one lower is Kamala. Kamala's lower. And the polls show that if an election were held today, we would trounce them so badly in a landslide in every way, just as we really did on November 3rd. We trounced them. We trounced them. If we had an honest press, that election would have been much different. On top of all of that, two days ago, the Supreme Court rightly declared that Joe Biden's very sinister and malicious, and I don't know what they're doing. They're hurting us so badly. But getting out, well, they might be evil. Yeah, they might be. They're either evil or they're incompetent. But they declared the mandates largely unconstitutional. And by the way, we put those justices there for a reason. And I will say this, the court system and the court decisions that are being made and will be made, it's going to be an incredible victory, in my opinion, for common sense. It's a victory for American freedom. We have to have this victory. If we don't have this victory, if we don't have the right decisions, but we have great, great people. You know, we talk about the three justices. But when you get almost 300 judges, federal judges, it's uh, I think you're seeing things a lot differently right now, a lot differently. What Biden did and the radical Democrats are doing with their courts, if you take a look at what they've done with the COVID. I call it the China virus. Is that OK if I call it the China virus? It's a tyrannical agenda. It's a criminal agenda, what they're doing. They're handling it so badly. And you know, the H1N1, remember Joe used to call it the N1H1. I said, no. But the H1N1 was handled very, very badly. Smaller scale, much smaller scale. Not the same kind of uh, problem. And you know what he's done? I, I told Fauci as an example, no, I'm going to close it up to China. No, because he wanted it. If you remember, he said no mask. Then he became a radical masker. But Fauci fought like hell to not close it to China and then admitted that we saved tens of thousands of lives because I closed it in January very early. Then we closed it to Europe. But the problem is I didn't listen to him. But Biden's made him the big, the big person. He's like the king. Fauci's the king. But with these decisions they're making, they're wrecking and devastating people's lives, firing Americans from their jobs, forcing innocent children to grow up in masks, closing their schools, destroying education, crushing their development, demolishing their futures, locking people into their homes. What they've done over the last year, wreaking havoc on our economy, going mandate crazy and running neighborhoods. If you look at what's going on, they're just running roughshod all over this country. And they're truly hurting the 
American people like they I don't think they've taken away their liberties. What they're doing is incredible. They've taken away their dignity. They've taken away their liberties. And I say enough is enough and we are not going to take it anymore. Because our country is going to hell. It's a disaster, and it all happened in such a short period of time. You know, they want to knock out the filibuster and get things approved, and it's hanging by a thread. It's hanging by a thread. This is the moment the American people must take their lives and future back. We have to do it. We have to be strong. We have to be strong. It's time for the radical Democrats to leave our families alone, leave our elderly alone, leave our children alone with their strong immune system. Leave those beautiful children with that powerful immune system. They have a good one. You know, Barron had COVID. And by the time we checked him the second time, it was gone. It's called they have a strong system. And to be doing what we're doing with the kids, Leave our businesses alone. Leave all of us the hell alone. Tell Joe Biden the Americans' health choices are none of his business. We can make our own choices. And it hasn't worked. You know, you take a look at New York, what a disaster that's been. You take a look at other states, what a disaster. California has been a total catastrophe. And they were locked down. They were locked down as close as you could uh, be. By the way, how did Cuomo do as governor? Really wonderful job, huh? What a wonderful job he did. That guy, I'd watch him every day on television. I'd say, he's saying the wrong stuff. But it's, a sh it's really, it's a shame what happened to some of our great places. But I'm proud that I was the anti-mandate president, and we have great successes in Texas and Florida and, frankly, in Republican, almost all Republican states. Throughout the pandemic, I fiercely resisted mandates of any kind and always and always will. We have to. We have to. They've proven ineffective. So if you really believed in them at the beginning, and I guess we could understand that, but it didn't take long that you would say, no, we're not doing it anymore. My administration invested heavily in all of the above strategies, including therapeutics. You know, we have therapeutics that are so powerful and so good. Some people could call them cures. The fake news will go crazy when you say that. They don't like hearing that. But they are, uh, they are fantastic. The antibodies and antibody testing. And the testing is such a disaster. Remember that say, Where's the test? We did an incredible job in testing, and we were really there as in an infancy. Nobody knew anything about it. We figured it out. There's no testing. There's no anything. You can't get anything, and the testing has been a disaster. They said, now, can you imagine if you own a testing company, and you go up, they say, no, 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 I want $150 a test. And the government, number one, they'll just say whatever you want. They just won't do anything to get the test. These guys are making a fortune. Can you imagine? I want, I want $1,000 a test. And Biden's people say, okay, you've got it. Please get it out fast. We're getting our asses kicked here. We gave Joe Biden every tool he could want, yet he still completely failed. The virus evolved and his strategy failed to evolve and it just didn't evolve with the virus. He's incapable of keeping up. They're incapable. They're incompetent, actually, aren't they, when you think about it? We're now on the sixth variant. 
I wonder which one next is coming down of the original virus. And it's by far the most transmissible, and thankfully, it's also the least dangerous and the least deadly. And we have to get back our lives. We have to bring our country back. We have to bring our lives back. But instead of letting our — and letting us resume — and that's what we want to do, our normal lives — Biden's trying to bully and intimidate people with his — see how angry he gets? I guess he — anger! You've got to listen to me! Listen! Listen! Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Oh. Where the hell am I? Where am I? Oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. What? A oh, veteran. Hello, veteran. Look at that. He's a handsome-looking veteran. We love our veterans, don't we? Wow. We love our veterans. That's very good. Well, we're going to be introducing some of them. Thank you. Good-looking veteran you are. Boy, oh, boy, I thought somebody was, like, in trouble or something. That's great. Thank you very much. But Biden's trying to bully and intimidate people with his ridiculous, unscientific mandates because he and his entire administration have absolutely no idea what the hell is happening. And Big Pharma is making a fortune. Democrats are putting corporate profits over the rights of the American people. These corrupt, power-hungry lunatics need to hear us loud and clear. We are done having our lives controlled by politicians and Washington bureaucrats. We're done with the mandates, including the mandates for frontline health care workers, which I think you're going to do that also. And I know Carrie's going to be involved. Oh, what an improvement. What an improvement she's going to be over your current governor. He's a disaster. Somebody said, oh, he wants to run for the Senate. They came to me. They came to me in Washington. They said, uh, what do you think? I said, he's never going to get my endorsement, I can tell you that. Your governor is not good. Now, Carrie's the one. She's going to be fantastic. Not going to be too long. Time flies all of a sudden, Carrie. Not going to be too long. But Ducey has been a terrible, terrible representative of your state. And we're done taking lectures on science from a party that tells us that men are women, women are men, and the babies — this is a fact — the babies can be killed even after birth, right? After birth. They, talk, they used to talk late term. Now they're talking about just go check out your governor of Virginia, your former governor of Virginia. And it's all just fine with them. Babies can be killed after birth. The radical Democrats want to turn the United States into a communist country. If you remember, during the campaign, I said it was something that was going to happen if they get elected, which they didn't, but that's okay. By the way, and we did have tremendous success. You know, you ever hear some of the little, the little, uh, Things where they analyze elections. If you win Ohio and Florida, you always win. We won Ohio and Florida. But if you win Ohio and Florida and Iowa, and we won big, all of them, then 100 percent, 
If you win a certain number of states having to do with legislatures and state, we want all of them, every one of them. There's like 15 of them, different, different little tests. And we won them all. The only thing we didn't win was the election, you know? But I'll tell you what, if you look at 10 o'clock in the evening on election night, you look at Pennsylvania, you look at all of these different states, and we won those elections, we won them big. And we just, and you know what it is? We can't let them get away with it. We just can't. We can't let them get away with it. And I think it's one of the reasons that Carrie, because I watched her in the stump the other day, and I think it's one of the reasons she's doing so well. But I said if they get elected, our country would become a large-scale version of Venezuela, remember? And I didn't really, you know, I said it, and I meant it a little bit. Guess what? It's true. We're becoming a large-scale version of Venezuela, which was a very successful country 20 years ago, and now they have no food. They have no water. Everybody's dying. It's being run by a horrible group of killers. And we have a horrible group. You know, people ask me often, President, could I ask you a question? What was the, the toughest country? And they're so interested. You know, we've made people very interested in politics, right? Very, very interested. What was the toughest country to deal with? Was it Russia? Sir, could it be China or perhaps North Korea? Was it Iran? I said, no, the toughest country to deal with was the United States of America. We have some crazy people where they create the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all created, all fabricated. And actually, the toughest country to deal with is not China or Russia or any, it's the United States. It's a disgrace. And you notice we don't talk about greatness anymore. We talk about the environment. We talk about COVID, the China virus. We talk about race. We talk about all this. We never talk about greatness anymore. Other countries are talking about their military and their power and their this and their that. We don't talk about greatness anymore as a country. You turn on the news and watch these fakers. They're fakers. You turn on the fake news at night and you watch what they talk about. It's all things that it's just not possible. And a country has to be thinking to the future. It has to be thinking about greatness. And we don't even think about it anymore. We don't think about it. And it's very sad. And we are going to change that around. And even in America, we're witnessing cruelties that can be scarcely believed. They can't be believed. The left is now rationing life-saving therapeutics based on race, discriminating against and denigrating just denigrating white people to determine who lives and who dies. If you're white, you don't get the vaccine, or if you're white, you don't get therapeutics. It's unbelievable to think this, and nobody wants this. Black people don't want it. White people don't want it. Nobody wants it. It's not even believable. You saw this a week ago where it came out. Nobody can even believe it. They don't even talk about it, and they don't want to talk about it because they know it doesn't work very well for them. But the Wall Street Journal described the practice race-based preferential COVID treatment. So that's what it is. You get it based on race. In fact, in New York State, if you're white, you have to go to the back of the line to get medical help. Think of it. If you're white, you go right to the back of the line. This race-based medicine is not only anti-American, it's government tyranny in the truest sense of the word. 
the Supreme Court should intervene, shut down this flagrant civil rights violation immediately. Somebody has to get it to the court immediately. By now, it should be clear to everyone that today's radical Democrat Party is driven by a mean and vicious spirit of left-wing fascism. This is no longer just socialism. And when Biden got elected, he didn't get elected on what they're doing now to destroy. There was no mandate. Number one, they lost. But even if they didn't, the margin was so tiny, it was so thin, it was so thin. They don't have the right to change our country and everything that we stand for. They don't have the right to do that. There's no better example than their ceaseless, relentless, uh, unending campaign of hoaxes and witch hunts. I've gone through so many witch hunts now. I'm a professional witch hunter beater. I'll think of it. And then it turns out to be fake. After four years of Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 the impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the slandering of Justice Kavanaugh, nobody ever went through anything like he went through, and the harassment of my family, which is a wonderful family of people that are great people, they love our country. And it's happening in New York, it's all, they're all taking their orders from the Democrats in Washington, but it's happening in New York and beyond. Now the radical Democrats have yet another witch hunt, no different than Russia, Russia, Russia. The unselect committee of political hacks, they're Democratic hacks and they're vicious. And every one of them voted to impeach me, every one of them. And then you have Liz Cheney, who's now polling at 16%. And Adam Kinzinger, he's another beautiful, he's a crier. He cries every time you talk to him. Who, by the way, just dropped out of the race because he know uh, he didn't have the courage to run it. And we just lost Katko, too. He's gone now, too. They have fallen fast and furious. The ones that voted to impeach, we're getting rid of them fast. Nancy Pelosi has turned the U.S. House of Representatives into a Stalinist show trial. That's what it is. They just get the Democrats to stick together and just vote, and people get impeached. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to our country what's happening. And it takes the meaning out of the word. The unselect committee is out of control, secretly and illegally collecting many months' worth of phone records that you don't even know about. It's like this is like a communist country. Text messages, emails, location data, on countless people without notifying them, giving them a chance to defend their rights in court. They have no right. And by the way, the people that go before the unselect committee, they called me and they said, I've never been treated so horribly in my life. Numerous people have called me. I said, what was it like with these horrible people? They said, it was really bad. I have never been treated that way in my life. And all they want to do, I mean, most of them, I can tell you, they just want to do a good job, but it's a shame. Then they're selecting, leaking all sorts of information to partners in the media. That's what they are. They're partners. Look at all those people up there. They came, they came to your great state. They came to your great state to say that nobody showed up for the rally. Nobody showed up. 
bunch of phony people, just a very corrupt. You know, the only way you can stop this is if we had an honest media where they would report the truth, and then it would all end. Then it would all end. But the media, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the media is a part of it, and the big tech, and the whole group of them. But we're going to beat them anyway, because I really believe we have many more people. You know, you can't be a 50-50 partner when you don't have voter ID. They're against voter ID. They want to defund the police. They want to take away your Second Amendment. They want to raise your taxes. All of these things. You're not a 50-50 partner. They cheat on elections. You're not a 50-50 partner. When you look at numbers in California coming in, like in the presidents, I go out. You know, you're told you can't win California. Think of it as a Republican. They say you can't win New York, you can't win California, you can't win Illinois. So three states, big ones, the biggest, three states are gone. So you had to do like we did four years ago, five years ago. We ran the East Coast and we did things that people thought were not possible. Then we did it again and we did it even more beautifully. And that's what happens. We have more people than they do, but they know politics and they know cheating. And the Republicans, I sometimes say, well, would the Republicans ever do what they did? Sir, that would be good. We're proud Americans, you know. They won't do it. They won't do it. Because I say, if it's good for them, why aren't the Republicans doing the same kind of thing with the ballots, you know, the ballots. They use COVID as another method of cheating. But why aren't the Republicans? Sir, we're proud American citizens. We'd never vote 10 times, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But January 6th has become the Democrat Party's excuse to justify an unprecedented assault on American civil rights and liberties, appalling persecution of political prisoners. What's happening to those people in those jails? What's happening to those people? And why aren't they doing it to Antifa and to Black Lives Matter and to many other left-leaning, to put it mildly, groups? But the blatant abuse of power to harass their political opponents is disgraceful. It's never happened to this extent. What they're doing to people, it's never happened to this extent. We had people trying to burn down our country, including federal buildings and courthouses in Washington, D.C., and uh, the church right opposite the White House, and the White House itself. They stopped them. Secret Service does a great job, but they stopped them. And nothing happens to these people. We must protect our nation from these monsters that are using law enforcement for political retribution at the local, state, and federal level. And that's what's happening locally. You think you got out with you. You think everything's fine, federal is good, and then all of a sudden, these horrible, corrupt people hit you on a local basis. Again, working with the federal government, there's never been a time so dangerous as the time in which we are living right now. Keep our prosecutors out of politics because this could work very much in the other direction also, and all it takes is a few more votes, and it'll work in the other direction, and that would be very, very sad. And in fact, if you don't mind, we have a little video we're going to show you. Let's just put on that video about New York. 
Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. This numerous like that they got elected based on they don't know anything about me i don't even know who the hell she is i never heard of her before and they sue us on the basis of they they run an election and they are vicious and it's a very dangerous thing for a country i can tell you that and it can be reversed and it might be reversed and it shouldn't be reversed it should never happen the radical democrat party has spent years putting american lives in jeopardy through its extreme left-wing campaign to release dangerous criminals from jail, abolish cash bail. How about that? How's that working out? And stop charging a wide range of crime. They didn't go after left-wing anarchists and violent criminals, including all of the people that we just mentioned. They never went after them. They just wouldn't do it. They went after police stations. They went after police. Nothing happened to them. I did a hell of a job. I'll tell you what, we passed legislation. Remember, they were knocking down statues and monuments all over the country. And I passed a law that if you get caught doing that, you go to jail for 10 years and there's no negotiating. And amazingly, it stopped. It stopped very quickly. And then I did something. I had to make a decision. Do we let the Democrats handle their cities and states, or do I go in with the military and do a job? And I left in <laughs> military, screaming the military. And I left it to the Democrats. And frankly, at least now we know what not to do because they have done so badly. These Democrat-run cities, they are crime-ridden like we've never seen in the history of our country before. So now what we do is if there's a next time, we're going to do it differently. We had to do it this way the first time. We did the absolute right thing, but it showed what happened. You look at Chicago, you look at New York, the murder rates are at a level that nobody can believe. Chicago, I mean, they have a, a holiday, uh, some July 4th and other holidays, and 83 people shot, seven dead. I just told you that in Afghanistan, we went 18 months without one American soldier being shot or killed. And in Chicago, it's happening every day. Yet when it comes to January 6th defendants, most of whom are charged with nonviolent offenses, partisan Democrats have celebrated their indefinite detention without trial. These people are living in hell. These people are living in hell. Let them fight. Let them see their lawyers. Let them go out. They are being treated, they're being, they're being hounded like you hound the worst animal. What's going on is horrible in Washington. And also the jails are filthy, disgusting, dirty, and they're even being cited by the courts for being so horrible. They're brutal lockdowns, they're brutal. You take a look at what they've got. The showers are disgusting, the bathrooms are horrible, and people are being forced to live like that. Let them use their lawyers. Let them go out and defend themselves. And if we think they're innocent, we should help them defend themselves. Remember when the Democrats went out in Kamala 
raising money for the people that were caught. But they didn't have a problem because so little happened. So it wasn't the same thing. These people are being persecuted. One defendant was allegedly viciously and savagely beaten, resulting in numerous broken bones in his face and a loss of sight permanently in one eye. And an out-of-control dope, a real dope. I watched this guy being interviewed. They wanted to protect him, so they wanted to keep him. He couldn't get on television fast enough. The guy who shot Ashley Babbitt for no reason. This guy couldn't get on television fast enough. He's so proud of himself. Let's see how he could do without the protections that he got. And by the way, if that happened the other way around, They'd be calling, let's bring back the electric chair. That's what they'd be calling for. He's a disgrace the way he shot Ashley. And after Nancy Pelosi and Adam Shifty Schiff, they go down to a shattering defeat. I hope now you gotta lose. You know, she wants to move to Florida. I don't want her in Florida. She wants to move. They ruined California, so let's move to Florida. Hopefully, they're going to go down to a big, beautiful defeat in November. You have to get out. Your state is so important. You got to get out and vote. We'll immediately begin our own investigations into what happened, what really happened, because this is being totally whitewashed. If the unselect committee were serious about getting the facts about January 6th, it would focus on answering the following questions. Why did Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police reject the more than 10,000 National Guard troops or soldiers that I authorized to help control the enormous crowd that I knew was coming? And the reason I knew it, everybody that I knew was saying, I'm going on January 6th, everybody. And they never talk, by the way, they never talk about that crowd. They talk about the people that walked down to the Capitol. They don't talk about the size of that crowd. I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And they were there to protest the election. You were there, right? Am I right? I think it was the largest crowd I've ever... And the fake news never talks about it. They never talk about it. Exactly how many of those present at the Capitol complex on January 6th were FBI confidential informants, agents, or otherwise working directly or indirectly with an agency of the United States government. People want to hear this. How about the one guy? Go in, go in, get in there, everybody. Epps, get in there, go, go, go. Nothing happens to him. What happened with him? Nothing happens. Did any of these individuals play any role whatsoever in proving or facilitating the events at the Capitol? That's what we want to know. And most importantly, why aren't they investigating November 3rd, a rigged and stolen election, without getting to the bottom of which we will never have a fair and free democracy? Why aren't they looking at that? And there's massive evidence that shows exactly what I'm talking about, and it's coming out rapidly, and it's come out, and is coming out very big in the great state of Arizona also. The American people deserve answers. The January 6th rally 
was a protest against a crooked election carried out by unhinged Democrats, big tech, and working with the fake news media, all working together to defeat Republicans and your favorite president, me. <laughs> And it was done in many cases without the necessary constitutional approval of state legislatures. You had these things changed by local politicians. In other words, how do we screw the Republicans? They, do, they didn't go back. The Constitution says you have to go back to the state legislatures. And many of them did, and they couldn't get the approval, and they did it anywhere, which means it's unconstitutional. And, we, and many other problems. They did everything you could do. The real insurrection took place on Election Day, November 3rd. Never forget, the reason the Democrats and their media allies conduct all of these hoaxes and witch hunts is not because they think the American people are with them. It's because they know that the American people are actually against them. And they have to cheat because with open borders, no Second Amendment, a bad economy, highest ever inflation, sanctuary cities, a woke bunch of military leaders that don't know what the hell they're doing, an education system that's failed so badly and they don't want to go to the right system. They can't win without doing a lot of bad things. And that's why the radical Democrats are also currently waging an unprecedented attack on voting rights. You see that happening right now. Their scheme has always been to erase American votes with illegal votes, and now they are doing so openly. They want to get rid of that filibuster, and they want to change it. Their legislation is not a voting rights bill. It's a voting fraud bill. That's what it is. Sounds so nice. Voting rights, we want a voting rights bill. It's not that. You could also call it the, quote, never let a Republican ever get elected again, Bill. That's what it really is. The only reason they would ever seek to institute nationwide ballot harvesting and unsecured drop boxes is if they really wanted to flood the system with illegal and ineligible votes. This is the only reason. Why else would they want it? Lock boxes. I call them the unlock boxes. A lot of things happen. A lot of big things are coming out about those boxes. And you're going to be seeing that. That's right, coming out of Georgia. That's true. The evidence of fraud is so overwhelming, starting right here in Arizona, where your Republican state senators had the courage, the great courage, to do a full forensic audit. And this was a really good audit of Maricopa County. And, you know, you had a thing called findings, findings. Oh, and they harassed these auditors. You wouldn't believe it, these poor people. They come in to do an audit. Their lives have been destroyed. But they've harassed them. So they say, I lost the state of Arizona by 10,000 votes. And yet the auditors flagged more than, well, listen to the, by the way, if I lost Arizona, you don't have crowds like this. And again, you don't know what's going on back there. What's going on back there is further than the eye can see. That is serious. But the auditors flagged. So we lost, they say, by, by 10,000, and yet they flagged more than, listen to these numbers, 57,000 
highly suspicious ballots for further investigation. One, 23,344 mail-in ballots were counted despite the person no longer living at that address. Little, little problem. 5,000 people appear to have voted in more than one county. Not allowed to do that. And 284,000, remember, they say I lost by 10. 284,412 ballot images were, quote, corrupt or missing. Other than that, it was a wonderful election. Congratulations. And then you listen to these people say, oh, everything was wonderful. You listen to the fake news saying how it was so wonderful. The rhinos on the Maricopa County Board, they are horrible. The commission even admitted under questioning in Congress from your great congressman, Andy Biggs. He's here someplace that they had deleted. Listen, Andy went, they made their statement, you know, their typical statement. I was going to say a bad word, but I see some young, beautiful children up here. But they made, and I was also going to come in without the hat, but I said, it's windy as hell here, and I don't want to screw up any visions of my wonderful hair. It's windy. They said, sir, if you want to have a lot of hair blown all over the place, don't wear your hat. I said, give me a hat, please. But Andy Biggs did a great job, and he was in Congress, and they read the statement, which was nonsense. And then he asked them a couple of basic questions, and they looked like a bunch of real dumb, unpatriotic, crooked people. They had deleted, he asked them, why had they deleted much of the data which was under subpoena. That's not a bad question. They couldn't answer it. Why? Why? Why did you delete everything? Why did you delete so much? They couldn't answer the question. There can only be one reason your rhino Republican governor, Doug Ducey, and a group of other rhinos that you have, they did nothing to help our country or our state. And by the way, he's so terrible. And, and remember this. Immense evidence of fraud impacting tens and tens and tens of thousands of ballots has also been reported out of Pima County and other counties where we weren't even looking. They weren't even looking at Pima County and they've got tens of thousands of votes. And then you hear there's nothing wrong with the election. And you know what? We still have it in other states. We're now anxiously awaiting for Attorney General Bronovich and hopefully he's going to do his job. I think he's a good man. I think he's going to do his job. We'll find out. I think it's a very easy job to do because anybody with any comments, any common sense is going to look and they're going to take a look and they're going to say this was a total fraud. But the attorney general is now looking and hopefully he's going to do his job. All we want him to do is his job. Well, he's got to move quickly. I would say that. We've all been waiting a long time. I understand what you're saying, but to take appropriate action along with the state legislature regarding what we call the big steal. It was a big corrupt steal. And hopefully the attorney general and your state legislatures will be smart and fair and decisive and let the world know what the hell happened in Arizona because it's happening in other states right now, even at a level maybe beyond Arizona. Our elections have to be cited. We have to be decided by legal votes only, legal votes only.
And that's the only way we save our country and we save our democracy. More evidence is coming, and it's coming very, very fast. In Georgia, the Secretary of State is now really looking at an investigation that I think is going to be a bombshell. And supposedly it's on tape, it's on camera, and we'll see what happens. But they have illegal ballot harvesting at a level that nobody could even believe possible. So we're going to see what happens in Georgia. But it's far more than necessary to win the state of Georgia, just like this is far more than necessary to win the state of Arizona. And in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and other states, Many things are likewise happening, and they're happening fast, and the people are very angry. And I'm talking about political people, politicians. They got duped, and now they're finding out what happened. The people have to be free to find the answers to a very corrupt election. And if not, they will never trust again, and our country will be absolutely decimated. Weak Republicans who fail to recognize election fraud and, frankly, open borders and all of the other things they are doing now to destroy our country, they're going to be losing elections at a level that nobody thought possible because the people of our country understand, in many cases, much better than the politicians. The same people who have been lying about everything for four years claim 2020 was the most secure election in history. Give me a break. Give me a break. Those are bad people. I watch them on television. All you have to do is just look at the files. The numbers that are coming out are astronomical, despite the fact that they themselves spent years claiming our elections were so vulnerable. You know, a lot of the people that are talking about how honest they are are people that throughout years have been saying how corrupt our elections are. But this one was the beauty, because this one used all of the mail-in phony votes and all of the things that happened to cheat. When Republicans get the chance, we must act immediately to pass voter ID, citizenship, citizenship residency. We need confirmation of that. We have people coming in, we have no idea where the hell they come from. And take a look at California as an example. No more unmanned and unsecured drop boxes, and no more ballot harvesting, which is illegal. And they did it at levels that nobody can believe. We must return to the historical norm of voting in person on election day, unless you have a valid reason to vote absentee, like you're in the military or you're very sick. You know, the fact is, if you want honest elections, very simple, same day voting, unless you're, again, in a faraway place, the military, or you're very sick and you have really a note from the doctor. But same-day voting, and you'll be surprised to hear this, paper ballots. Paper ballots. The good old-fashioned way. You know, there are a lot of countries that use paper ballots. They don't have the problems that we have. They don't have names going in. Let's see, I'm going to vote for Trump, but it comes out for Biden. They don't have those little problems. No, paper ballots and same-day voting. 
and a Republican Congress should conduct a forensic audit. And we have to get rid of Mitch McConnell, by the way, just in case. A forensic audit into the hundreds of millions of dollars that Mark Zuckerberg dumped into local election offices. And you take a look at what he's done. You just take a look at what they did. He put in 417. Do you know, if you spend more than $5,600, they put you in jail. This guy spent $417 million, and most of it went to the Democrats, almost all of it, and nothing happens. But to make these critical reforms between now and the time that's so important to make them, we have to act, and we have to act fast, and we have to act strong. Our country is going to be bigger and better and stronger than ever before. We're going to stage a comeback, the likes of which nobody has ever seen. to pour out your heart and soul into ensuring the radical Democrats go down in a midterm defeat so crushing they cannot steal it or corrupt it, starting with your ultra-left-wing senator here in Arizona, Mark Kelly, who only fights to allow your border to remain open and an open cesspool of illegal immigrants that are pouring into Arizona on a daily basis. He is a disaster who supports H.R. 1 and all the Democrats' corrupt schemes to destroy election integrity nationwide. He's a disaster. And you have some great people running, and I'll be making an endorsement at the right time, I'll, be, I'll tell you that. But we'll be making an endorsement, and amid the worst border crisis in history, Kelly's voted repeatedly for open borders in Arizona. How the hell did you elect this guy? He voted against the border wall, against remain in Mexico, against deporting violent criminal aliens. And we have some angel moms with us today, and I think they are the greatest people. I became friendly with them four years ago. These are the greatest people, what they, how they have suffered. His story on mass amnesty, sanctuary cities, and stimulus checks for illegal immigrants that you pay for. You know, you're paying for all of this. You know, illegal immigrants now are being treated better than veterans. They're being given medical, they're being given housing, they're being given educations, and the veterans are being given nothing. It's crazy. Mark Kelly voted yes on Joe Biden's brutal attacks on American energy. Democrats, socialists, spending and really of driving runaway inflation, and he's driving it through the roof. And by the way, I have teleprompters that are moving all over the hell of them. And it seems the thing they like the best is when we just get off those damn things and talk right straight from the heart.
You ever read a teleprompter where it's waving like you're on a ship and you're starting to get seasick as you talk? Good job of tying up those teleprompters, fella. I'm stuck up here with 55,000 people or something, and I got a teleprompter that's useless. Useless. Good job, fellas. Look. Look at the wind. Look at those flags. Look. Look at those flags. What a beautiful sight in one way, but in another way, you say, man, it's windy. Less than 10 months from now, Arizona is going to send the ultra-leftist Mark Kelly out of Washington in disgrace. And you're going to send a proud and tough Republican patriot to the U.S. Senate to make America great again, again. You know, we made America great. And I was going to use that. I was going to make, I had a wonderful theme. It was keep America great, but I can't use that anymore. Keep America great. Because frankly, whether you like it or not, and some people won't like, America is not great now. We're a laughing stock all over the world. And you know, I really think the borders are a horror show, but I really think that the Afghan withdrawal, the way they did it so incompetently with moving the military out first, leaving thousands of people as hostages, leaving that equipment. I really think that the Afghan withdrawal did more to hurt our country than any single event that I've ever seen. And I think maybe it's the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. This November, you're also going to elect an outstanding new governor. And, and I'll tell you, you better do a good job, Carrie. I'll come here. I will not be nice. If she doesn't do a great job, I'll say, Carrie! I don't like you anymore, but I think, I don't think we have to worry about it. I don't think we have to. But Carrie will be a warrior for the people of Arizona. She'll be strong on the border, tough on crime. She's very tough on crime and very strong on the border. And always support our amazing veterans. You know, the Trump administration had a 92% approval rating with respect to the vets. It's the highest by 32 points. You know, for years, I'd be turning on the television and watching the news. It was more real than perhaps it was fake also. I don't know, but it was more real. And all you'd see would be how badly veterans are treated. You see it happen so often. If you re just take a look, you haven't seen that in years. My people did an unbelievable job in so many ways, rebuilding the military and everything else. But my people did a great job on taking care of our vets. What we did was incredible. You know, we had legislation passed where if you're a vet and you can't get good service, you go to a local doctor and we pay for it. That saved so many veterans. Carrie will stop radical indoctrination in our children's schools. Most of all, Carrie will be a tireless champion for election integrity. I really think she's going to be incredible for election integrity. That's, uh, I think, it's almost her number one issue. She's not happy when she sees this happen, and the people in this incredible crowd aren't happy. We're pleased to be joined tonight by many great Republican leaders. We have some great ones. I already mentioned a man that was so incredible on this election situation. Senators came, and they said, wow, we heard this, and they had no answers because the right man asked the right question. And he's Congressman Andy Biggs, and he's a great guy. Andy, where's Andy? Where are you, Andy? Where's Andy? Thank you. Thank you.
He's a great guy. Thank you. <laughs> Paul Gosar. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Paul has been incredible. He's tough. You probably know that here. P is tough. That I can tell you he's tough. And a woman I've really gotten to know and respect, and a woman that fought like hell on impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two, Debbie Lesko. Debbie. Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. It was good having her on my side, I can tell you. Thank you. Having them all on my side was good. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Andy. Another woman who has been with me from the beginning, Kelly Townsend, who I hear will be running for Congress, and she will be incredible. Kelly, wherever you may be, good luck. And I hear we have one of our, at least one of our U.S. Senate candidates and a very successful guy, a really terrific guy, Blake Masters. Blake, where's Blake? Thank you. Thank you, Blake. Thank you. State Senators, oh, this one, she's so great. Wendy Rogers. Where's Wendy? Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, thank you. Sonny Borelli. Sonny Borelli. Tough and smart, and I love Italian, so you know. He's definitely Italian, and he's a great guy, and he's a fighter. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you very much. And Karen Fan has been absolutely terrific, and we want to thank Karen Fan. And a future state senator, Anthony Kern, and his wife, Jenny, they're here. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you very much for being here. A woman who's done an incredible job, and she's just starting the fight, but she's winning the fight, Arizona GOP Chair. Kelly Ward. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Great job. Pinal County Sheriff. This guy's central casting, I got to tell you. I met him. I said, if we're doing a movie on sheriffs, I'm picking you to the lead. Sheriff Mark Lamb. Thank you. Hey. He's popular. Sheriff! Sheriff, would you like to run for another office? I think it's... That's a big hand you got, Sheriff. Thank you for everything. And, hey, Sheriff, is it true these cars went back 20, 25 miles? You've never seen one like this, have you? Thank you. It's all online. And it is online, too. Thanks, Sheriff. It's a popular guy. We have a man from Texas with us, and he's a fighter like you haven't seen before. Attorney General, and he's got some very good poll numbers, I have to tell you. I just saw him today. Ken Paxton. Ken. Thanks, Ken. He's a fantastic guy. A woman who's been with me right from the beginning, and she's been great on criminal justice reform and helping us in so many ways. Alveda King. Alveda. Thank you. And Pam Bondi. Where is Pam? I saw Pam here. Pam Bondi. Pam Bondi is great. She was the Attorney General of Florida for a long time. And 
She's never looked better. She was just an incredible person who's been with me right from the beginning. And a man named Charlie Kirk. Do you know Charlie? Where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? What a job he's done. You know, he looks like a little bit older, but I, I heard the other day how young. I can't believe how young you are. And a person that I know you've never heard of because he doesn't believe in advertising. He hates advertising. Mike Lindell. The pillow man. Where's Mike? Thank you, Mike. I always say Mike is the single greatest purchaser of ads in history. I don't know what deal you make, but you can negotiate my advertising anytime, Mike. But he's a great man, a great gentleman. Another one who's a real fighter, a lawyer, tough and smart, working on a lot of different things. Boris, now most people call him, call him Epstein. But I call him Boris Epstein, because that's the way. Epstein, which is where they, the way they say it in his original country. And he's been incredible. And a fighter. Boris. Hi, Boris. <laughs> Boris Epstein. Ambassador Rick Grinnell, one of the greats. He's one of the greatest people. One of the greatest people. Thanks, Rick. What a great job. He went in there, I tell you what. He was the ambassador to Germany, and when I took him out, the happiest woman in the world was Angela Merkel. He was so, you know why? Because he was pro-America. It's called Make America Great Again. It's called America First. And Rick Grinnell was fantastic, and he did a great job after that. We brought him back. He was so good, we brought him back. I said, I want to have him in our country. And the next Arizona Secretary of State, a man who's tough and smart and loves our country, a man who you must get elected along with Carrie. You have to get him. Mark Fincham. Mark. He's great. He'll get to the bottom of everything. You think you'll get to the bottom of it, Mark? I do think so. I do think so. He will. You got to work hard for him. He's a patriot. And thanks also to the many supporters of Arizona Life Coalition. You know, you got a big setback with this election like you never thought possible. But to the Arizona Life Coalition, I want to thank you very much for being here. And you'll be uh, back where you want to be in hopefully a short period of time. Please stand up. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. In less than one year, Joe Biden and the radical Democrats have brought our country to the brink of ruin. And all I can tell you is the people that are telling the truth in America, like One American News, are being threatened. Does everybody like One American? I love One American News. By the way, these cameras, you know, they're back there. They're covering this. They don't like hearing the stuff I'm saying. I just see the red lights that go off one after another. As soon as I'm going to mention CNN and how bad their ratings are, you see the CNN camera go off. But you know what? One American News has done a great job. And here's the story, what just happened. The woke executives, I don't know what the hell they're doing. They have so much debt. AT&T is a company that is in serious trouble. And they need AT&T. And AT&T saying that they may no longer 
agreed to carry this network that's doing very well. You know why? Because people told them not to do it. So maybe what we should do is not use AT&T. You know, if we did, if we did what they do to Republican companies, we would have no difficulty. We just don't do it. It seems like not nice, right? But they're not nice. I want to just thank the Herrings are here, Charles and Robert, wherever you may be. But these are patriots. These are great, great men. Where are you? Uh, what people? Thank you very much. Thank you, Robert. Thank you very much. So I don't know what this is. This is horrible. This is a great network. These are great people. I watch it all the time. And you really get the truth. And they want to cancel him now because of Pollux, for purely political reasons. It's a disgrace what's going on. But I don't think the people are going to stand for it, especially with One American News. The job you've done, you really should be commended, both you and Robert. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Robert. They said, please don't mention the word boycott, so I won't mention it. I'm not going to use the word boycott. I will not say boycott AT&T, because I promised Robert I will not do it. So I will not say boycott them. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Our country will be great again, and with your help, we will again be putting America first and very soon, because we're not putting America first anymore. When we knock down and when we do what we did with the Russian pipeline, how about this? I terminate, I end the Russian pipeline in Europe, and then I hear Trump is soft on Russia. It's the biggest thing they've ever done, and the sanctions and everything else. And then Biden comes in his first week, he approves the Russian pipeline. I ended it. And now they're going to be selling energy all over Europe. When Republicans take it, and then they say Biden is tough on Russia. Biden is not tough on Russia. Biden's not, he's only tough on Republicans. And that's not him. That's the cabal that surrounds him. When Republicans take control of Congress, one of our very top priorities will be to stop the flood of illegal aliens across our southern border. Under my administration, with the help of two great men, these are great men, Tom Homan. Did you ever hear of Tom Homan? You never want to get in a fight with Tom Homan. And Mark Morgan. These are two great men, and they had help from others. We did such a job on the border. They knew exactly what they were doing, and we did that job. And as I said before, we had the greatest and most secure border in U.S. history. All Biden had to do is go to the beach. Just go to the beach. We had a policy, stay in Mexico. You don't have to know what it is, but it makes sense. We ended catch and release. We ended asylum fraud. We struck breakthrough agreements with Mexico and Central American countries. I ended payments to all of these countries because they weren't behaving at all. They were sending us their prisoners. They were sending us a lot of bad people. I said, how much money do we give to El Salvador? How much money do we give to these countries? How much money are we giving to various, including Mexico? And I have a lot of respect for the president of Mexico. Yes, he may be a socialist, but I like him. And, you know, remember, he gave us 28,000 soldiers while we were building the wall. That's why we had such great numbers, even with 28,000 soldiers for nothing. We paid nothing. 
Now, I did say that if you don't give them to us, we're going to put tariffs on the cars coming in, but we don't have to go into that. We expedited removals and deported dangerous criminal aliens by the thousands, and we built nearly 500 miles of border wall. Three weeks it would have been finished. In three weeks, and it took two and a half years to get started because they had all of these lawsuits, 11 of them. We won every one of them. But we had 11 lawsuits brought by Nancy Pelosi, mostly in Congress. And we built, and we built almost 500 miles of wall. And we built in Arizona 225 miles right here. And your senator, by the way, I think he'll, he's going to want to take them down. We'll take, let's take down the wall. And these walls are tough. These are exactly what they wanted. I went to Holman, I went to Mark Morgan, and I said, what do you want exactly? And they brought all of the Border Patrol people up to Washington, and we had a meeting, and we got the wall. They wanted everything. They wanted steel and concrete. They wanted rebar. They wanted wires going through all parts of the wall so they can hook up high technology. We gave them everything. Joe Biden took this unprecedented success, and he made it the greatest border calamity in the history. I think of the world. I don't think there's a worse border in the world. I don't care if it's a third world or fourth world country. There is no border so bad as the border we have. We went from the best border we've ever had in a period of one year to the worst border we've ever had. Over 2 million illegal aliens have trespassed across our borders, but that's also a fake number given by the press and others, because the number, I think, could be 10 times that amount. I think we're talking about tens of millions of people are pouring into this country. We see certain people and we sort of mark it down, well, that's the number, but it's not. I think we have tens of millions of people, and these are not necessarily people that we want in our country. And that includes with the so-called airlift that they tried to take credit for. Three percent of the people qualified to be on that airlift. Ninety-seven percent of the people, you'll be hearing from them in years to come, in many cases. We also saw a record number of migrant children arriving at our border because Democrats' very cruel policies are pushing vulnerable youths into the arms of child smugglers, human traffickers, and very vicious criminal cartels. What the criminal cartels are doing to women and children, unbelievable. And you know, the trafficking is mostly in women. What they're doing to women is horrible. Yet despite all of this, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, the whole group and the radical left are still hell-bent on passing mass amnesty for illegal aliens. One of the highest priorities when Republicans take back Congress and eventually the White House will be to have a massive increase in the number of ICE officers and Border Patrol officers so that we can find and detain and deport every one of the illegal aliens that Joe Biden has released into our country. We should also pass a law that says that sanctuary city officials who knowingly release criminals will be charged as accessories in any future crimes. You know, sanctuary cities, it protects some very, very evil people are in sanctuary cities, totally protected. It's crazy. It's what the hell are they thinking? Thereby ending the whole concept of sanctuary cities, and we did a lot of it. But uh, we didn't quite, the clock ran out unexpectedly. 
In addition to Biden's border disaster, there's also the Afghanistan disaster, the single greatest foreign policy humiliation in American history. And because of Joe Biden's utter incompetence, and really the military leaders, some of whom I know, their gross incompetence, you look at the numbers of people killed and the equipment and everything that happened. And as we could talk about it all night long, and the fake news won't talk about it at all, we took in tens of thousands of totally unvetted people. We have no idea where the hell they come from, what their ideology is. And by the way, I want to wish our best wishes and good luck and Godspeed to the hostages right now in Texas taking place right now. You probably heard about it. It uh, just happened. Hostages in Texas. Not a good situation. You'll see what happens and you'll see who it is that's holding so dangerously those hostages. I think I have a pretty good idea. So far, not a single member of the administration has yet been fired for Afghanistan. You know, normally when something like that happens, you fire the generals or you fire somebody. But make no mistake, under a Republican Congress, they will be held accountable. They have to be. Under our administration, America was respected again and respected like never before. We restored America leadership. We fully rebuilt the U.S. military. We created the first new branch of the armed forces in 75 years, and that's the Space Force. 75 years. We also achieved the long-sought goal of energy independence. Nobody thought that was possible. We had so much energy, we didn't know what the hell to do with it. You know, I filled up the strategic reserves, by the way, which nobody talks about. But, you know, now Biden's using what I did to try and lower the price of energy, which is not working too well. But upon taking office, Biden caved to the radical left, and he did a job on so many things like the Paris Climate Accord, which rips off our country, and canceled the Keystone XL pipeline while, as we said, approving the Russian pipeline. Every item on the Pelosi-Biden-Schumer agenda is crazier and more delusional than the last. But this November, we have a chance to do something really spectacular, to bring these Marxist monstrosities to a screeching halt. A great red wave is going to begin right here in Arizona, and it's going to sweep across this country, and it's going to wash hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of Democrat socialists out of office with an unstoppable surge of Republican patriots, and they're going to be doing it. You're going to be heading to the polls. This is maybe the most important election we've ever had, but I do believe that 2024 will be even more important. This is the year we are going to take back the House, we are going to take back the Senate, and we are going to take back America. This is so important. And in 2024, we are going to take back the White House.
With the Republican Congress, we will fight for more jobs for American families, fair trade for American workers, and more American factories forging more products stamped with those very, very beautiful words, made in the USA. We will shut down Joe Biden's border disaster. We will again end catch and release. We will quickly complete the border wall very quickly, very fast. We will end chain migration. We will make sure that these people that are illegally admitted to our country have to share, if they're staying, they have to share our values. They have to love our country. They cannot blow up our country. They have to love our country. They have to love our people. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus and charge them trillions of dollars for the damage and suffering they have caused us. But look at what they've done to the world, what they have done to the world. We will break up big tech and restore the right to free speech in America. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our Constitution. We will defend the Second Amendment. We will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will stop the Biden crime wave in our Democrat-run cities, and we will crack down on violent criminals, and we will give our police office our 100% support. There will be no defunding of our law enforcement in any way, shape, or form. We will ban critical race theory in our classrooms. We will ban it in our military. We will ban it from our workplaces. And we will ban it from our federal, state, and local governments. We will restore patriotic education to our schools, and we will teach our children to love their country, honor their history, and to always respect our great American flag. And we will ban men from participating in women's sports. Did you see the swimmer that's breaking records like by 30 seconds? They had a record for nine years, the record held. And then this guy decides to go try out for the team. He was on the men's team, then he went on the women's team. So he broke a record. You know, if you, if you win by one-tenth of one second faster, one-tenth, he won by 32 seconds. And the weightlifter, so this is a record that stood for 11 years. They put up an ounce, a little ounce on each side, an ounce. But the record stood for 11 years. This weightlifter comes along. He didn't even lift weights before. Bing, bing, bing. He broke it by numbers that you wouldn't even believe. How ridiculous is it? And it's so unfair to women. It's so unfair to women. Our MAGA movement is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. There's never been anything like it. And even the fake news doesn't dispute it. I say it all the time, and the fake news can't dispute it. That's a lot of fake news back there, too. Considering they can't stand me, that's a lot of news. They are just, you know, you could save America. You could save America. 
But it's all about America first, great schools, good jobs, strong military, growing economy, and pride in our country. That's all we want. Together, we're standing up against some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and corrupt opponents that anyone on our shores has ever seen before. But no matter how big or powerful the opposition may be, you must never forget our nation does not belong to them. Our nation belongs to you. Belongs to you. And it belongs to you, Christina. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our magnificent American liberty is your God-given right. From Phoenix to Tombstone, from Flagstaff to Florence, from Mesa to Yuma to the Red Rocks of Sedona, we stand on the shoulders of red-blooded American patriots who poured out their heart, sweat, and soul for our country and for our freedom. This great state was settled by some of the toughest men and strongest women ever to walk the face of the earth. Arizona is where Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, they were tough, became American legends. It's where the great American West became the American dream. And Arizona is the state where generations of pioneers and prospectors, miners and ranchers, cowboys and cattle hands, marshals and lawmen, tamed the frontier, braved the blazing sun, and showed the entire world how the West was won. So big, so important. They gave everything they had to make America into the greatest country in the history of the world. And we will never let any socialist or communist movement take that away from us. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have as long as we remember that we are strong and proud and mighty Americans with faith in our hearts, grit in our souls, and courage in our veins. And that's what you have. We are the Americans who will make America great again. We are going to make America great again. We had already done it, and now we're going to have to do it again. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will stand proudly for our flag, and we will start talking about greatness for our country again. My fellow Americans, make America great again, and all that that represents, and it has only just begun. We have only just begun. Because we are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again.
We will make America united again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Arizona. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.